do you seem so scared? All I wanted to do was play with you. Welcome to Terror Tracks. We publish new episodes every Monday at 2 a.m. EST. Go to terrortracks.com slash shop if you would like to support the show. And follow us on social media at terrortracks.com slash follow. Enjoy the show. Chapter 8 Ice Cream Horror Shop A taxi cab drove by and I yelled for it to stop. I ran, swung the door open, and dove inside. This mission was over. I was done. I didn't care if Chief fired me or what he said when I got back. I could find another job. I was near the end of my contract term anyway. This was it. I finally could go home and get some peace. The cab smelled like old dirty carpet, rubbing alcohol, and spoiled milk. I looked at the front of the cab and saw Larry. Larry, thank God. Take me to the track station, I said. No reply. Come on, Larry, I've had enough. Take me to the station now. No reply, but the car started to move. I sighed and rubbed my forehead. I thought about what I was going to tell the chief. Hell, I thought about quitting altogether. Larry didn't make the turn toward the train station. I panicked. Hey, you're going the wrong way. The car sped up to 90 miles an hour. I jerked at the door handle and yelled, Stop the car! Let me out! The car sped up to 120 miles per hour. Hey, what's your problem? Larry turned around. It wasn't Larry anymore. It was him. That faceless demon. I couldn't believe it. Why won't you just die? I yelled, firing a shot into his head. It smiled at me and kept driving faster and faster. I kicked the door and it flew open. I jumped out, rolled along the ground. The asphalt felt like hot fire against my skin. It did quite a number on me. I stood up and checked myself. I was dirty, scraped up, but nothing seemed broken. The car continued speeding down the road. The demon looked back at me and smiled with his head turned backward. I stood to gauge my surroundings. Across the street was Ben's ice cream shop. I didn't have many memories of that place. All the people in town thought he was a pedophile, but he was never charged for it. Some people said he would put roofies in the milkshakes, then rape the kids. My parents rarely let me come here. When they did, I never ate the ice cream there. I never felt drugged up, but the rumors were pretty rampant. I walked across the street to the shop. Ben stood inside giving a group of kids milkshakes. He wore a white apron that covered a striped white shirt. He smiled and welcomed me in as he passed the milkshakes to the kids. I hadn't had ice cream in years due to strict police fitness guidelines. If Lewis caught any of us a pound over the weight limit, we would have never heard the end of it. The kids chatted amongst themselves about cartoons and how girls had cooties. I remembered when I was a kid and how we really believed that. I sat down at the bar and Ben smiled. His shit-eating grin always gave me the creeps. I ordered a strawberry shake. Figured I'd burn it all off before I got back to Drova. Ben smiled and started working on it. The kid sitting next to me sipped on his vanilla shake and smiled at me. Try some. It's really good. Before he could finish, his face turned pale and he fell back off of the stool and vomited profusely. His entire body convulsed on the floor as Ben laughed hysterically. 
First came ice cream, and then blood spewed from his mouth. I dove to the ground and tried to help him. He convulsed in my arms, and blood got all over my shirt. He went limp and faded away. I looked back up at Ben. He wanted it extra spicy, Ben said, laughing. Another kid dropped to the floor, convulsing. His internal organs bled out as he fell limp. The once white and black checkered floor became crimson red. The others followed suit one by one. Ben smiled and slid the shake toward me. Want some ice cream? They all faded away as Ben laughed, holding his gut. The blood stains on the floor were dry, but remained in the same place. The shop was destroyed. Rubble laid along the floor and the support beams hung from the ceiling. I searched around the shop, digging through all the wreckage, looking for clues. Upon entering the shop's managerial office, I found a symbol painted on the wall. A large red heart with an X through it. I wasn't sure if it was blood or paint, but it was still fresh. I sat at Ben's old desk and dug through the drawers looking for any evidence that he may have left behind. The drawers were all empty, except for one that was locked. I pulled at its lever trying to break the seal, but it was no use. A screwdriver sat on top of the desk along with an old mallet. I lined up the tools and hit the screwdriver, bracing for the inevitable broken hand. The lock shot into the drawer and pulled open after some convincing. Inside laid a revolver and a stack of newspaper trimmings. The papers were about the history of the town, along with random occurrences. He left a notebook behind filled with old symbols that I couldn't read. It looked like the same language that Mike wrote. I flipped through the pages and found a note near the middle of the book. The time has come for me to take my life. I have done my best to help these kids leave this world and go to our Lord Ravel. He is the master of all, and with his holy light, we shall be freed from this decay. We shall all bask in his light forever. I offer you these children and adults alike as a worthy sacrifice to you, my Lord. I have lined the ice cream with cyanide to hopefully make their deaths less painful. Regardless, I offer them as a sacrifice to you. Bring me to your holy light before it's too late. Ben Kramer I heard the sound of footsteps come from outside. Someone in a black cloak ran away from the shop. I ran out the door and yelled, Hey, wait! But it was too late. Was that the Reaper? Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow us, go to terrortracks.com follow. Also, please check out our Patreon where you can get cool merch, writing lessons, and other awesome rewards starting at $5 a month at patreon.com slash terrortracks. See you next week. Goodbye for now.